I've been doing that for, I don't know, five years now. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I'm currently pregnant. <laughs> congratulations um, <laughs> um that's pretty much it <laughs> how far along are you what are you expecting um, i'm seven months uh, i'm expecting um september i'm hoping end of august <laughs> <laughs> you know if you're having a boy or a girl um it's gonna be a boy which i'm excited about <laughs> boy are yeah, easier right. <laughs> Let's, let me tell you, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be having a boy. Not that there's anything wrong with girl, but... Oh, they are. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> they take your money. They empty your pockets. Eyelashes. Uh, boy, yeah, girl. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Diane, I've been wanting to see your belly. But I'm like, oh. I ask her without something to be a Literally, literally, I was harassing her. I think she finally sent me a picture. Yeah, Tonya has a shirt to do. Yeah, my belly. Everybody think it's cute, but I feel so humongous. But I feel him like you're so tiny. Like you're seven months. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. I have to explode most of the time. <laughs> well, honey, let me tell you. When you get to um, month eight and month nine, you feel like an elephant. I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you you're not. I want to tell you the truth so you can prepare yourself. <laughs> oh, everybody keeps saying that. They're like, oh, the sleepiness is going to get worse. I'm like, can it be? Does somebody want to have a <laughs> <laughs> I remember. God, I remember with Selah, my youngest. You know how they say, they say the more pregnancy you have, the easier. I don't know. I don't know who made up that lie. <laughs> Selah was my third child. I, I was like, get this child out. Okay, I, I was looking at, <laughs> I was looking at when they like formed, like the minute she was formed, I think like, what is it, seven months, all the major organs, they were already formed. I said, Jesus, take this, take <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I couldn't digest food. I was so, I, she was like, the, I don't want to talk loud, she might hear me, but she was like, hey, get this child out. But, um. I remember uh, I was supposed to give birth June 24th. Guys, I was done June 1st. I said, God, I'm not going to make it. I promise you, we're both going to die. Take this child. So when my water broke June 13th, I was like, yes. I mean, I, <laughs> my husband said. Like, I always wanted to have kids, but I never thought about the pregnancy process. <laughs> It's never something I enjoy. I don't know if I want to look at this again. But you know what? Let me tell you this, my darling friend. I don't know how Mother Nature does it, guys. After you give birth, it's like you went to amnesia. You yeah. truly forget the pain. I don't know how to tell you this, guys. I remember by the time I had second child, I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this again. Third child, oh my, I am back there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, who in their right mind go, you experience this once and you go second, third. And some women have eight children, like my mom. I'm like, mom, you're crazy. No, no, your case is the crazy, insane one. You make a mistake twice, to third time, it's a charm, okay? My mom had eight children. I was like, you're crazy. So... <laughs> 
guess it's done that way, that way, so you can keep having kids, you know? <laughs> so, because it is part of the woman curriculum, you know, if a woman decides not to have children, somehow they, they have to compensate an orphanage, you know, fur, fur babies, um, um, you know, but there's, in my experience, guys, ladies, queens, I would not change, I wouldn't, I would have not changed anything about it. I mean, the growth, the potential for growth once you become a mother, I'm telling you, yes, you, you, you will grow through life and then experiences, but once you are stuck with a soul, <laughs> listen, you, you have to figure something out quickly, right? If, if, if anything for them. So it definitely takes you on a deeper path, whether you want it or not. So, yeah, I, I, I'm starting to enjoy the process. I think maybe just recently because I, I didn't enjoy it. Um, but I think I haven't, um, I'm not really close to my uh, mom. Mm. Um, and I definitely acknowledge her. I think I have a whole new respect for her when it comes to that. Mm. But I will also say that I'm somebody that usually like judge like women that want that, in, that don't want to have kids. Um, but now I don't, I just, I just feel like if they don't, then they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be fought or judged by, by deciding to not, to have kids, you know, because I think it's a lot. Yes, you, you need the emotional support, you need, yeah. you need, um, you definitely need a connection with God. Listen, yeah. if I didn't have God in my life, <laughs> dead, <laughs> like, I, I do feel like you need a spiritual connection to a higher power, to God's source. I do believe that through pregnancy, there is opportunity for healing between a mother, mother daughter. I, I've, I, I've experienced that. Um, and I know um, Chelsea doesn't have any child, children yet, and uh, Kalia. Yeah. Is, Kalia is expecting a set of twins two years from now. I speak it. <laughs> I speak it into being. <laughs> My words don't come back, boy, girl. You better get that belly ready. Um, but but something magical happened, guys. When you when when the minute you get pregnant, it's like the hand of God. Of course, the circumstances are different. And I, I I shared my story in the beginning. I got pregnant unexpectedly. It was almost it was a it was a one night stand. It was this guy. I was crazy. Mm. I was a hot mess, so it was this kind of one-night stand. Everybody was, like, getting an abortion. Like, my, I couldn't even tell my family members until late. But some of my close friends were like, Danielle, you're in, you're in college, you're in the prime of your life, get an abortion, but I couldn't get myself to do it. The thought didn't even cross my mind. I, I, couldn't, I, I, just, I just couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. And, but the circumstances were a bit challenging with Jasmine because it was a shock. It took me a long time to come out of the shock that here I am pregnant by myself. Um, last year in college, all of my plans out of the door, out of the window. So it was, a, it was challenging. I didn't enjoy the pregnancy. Maybe when they, my sister took me a baby shower, I think that's when I was like, oh, maybe there's some good to this. I don't know. It really hates me later on. So I get you. I think I... I can relate to that story because I think you know this already. Like, I always wanted to have kids, but I didn't really want to have it as a single mother. So I think I'm still trying to 
I'm sorry, I gave emotional. Oh, my love. That's why we're here, baby. That's why the spirit is moving how it's moving. And I always allow the spirit to do his thing. It's okay, love. I know, like, I know, like, I'm at the age where, like, I want to have kids and I always want to have kids. But I'm trying to accept it that this is how, give, like, this is not how I wanted to have kids. I, I wanted to have kids, like, being married and then have a friend hospital because I didn't have my father in my life. And I think I'm starting to feel guilty that, you know, I repeat that cycle again. So I don't know if I should be blaming myself, but this is not how I want it. There's really nothing I can do about it now. Uh, but it is something that I'm struggling with. Uh, I think I think sometimes I resent myself. Sometimes like I try to accept the fact that you know, sometimes you ask for things and the way God presents to you is not always how you want it to be. So I'm trying to be mindful, but I think because of that, I think that kind of put a lot of challenge for me to enjoy my pregnancy too. Absolutely. Anything you want to share, Kalia? I know you haven't been pregnant, but I'm sure you know about guilt. Um, Chelsea, yeah. if, you've, if, you, if you've ever experienced guilt or well, not accepting something that comes unexpectedly, not in the shape or form you had expected it, and maybe you, all of us sisterhood can support Diane. Yes, um, I wanted to say, it's funny that you called on me because I was already like, I, I, I. <laughs> but you know, um, I understand how you feel that way. I don't have kids, but however the circumstance took place, I know that some women, you know, may feel like it's my fault because maybe I could have chose better. And then sometimes some women I've talked to, they feel like, oh, I didn't even see this happening. What, however, the the baby's dad is like, maybe they felt like, oh, I didn't even see these red flags. But I just wanted to tell you, like, to have grace with yourself because however the circumstance took place, whether you felt like you could have chose better or, or you felt like you did choose and you just didn't see it happening, um, you didn't know what you didn't know at that time. And everything happens for your good, even if it looks like it's bad. That's just what you're seeing. But like our our perspective is a flashlight. That's why that's why I always see it. In, and God is a lighthouse, and you're and you're illuminating the flashlight like on this one thing. But there's such a bigger picture <laughs> that you may, that you're not seeing. So just trust what is unfolding and trust that everything is working out. And as someone who's married, my husband he actually didn't have his dad in his life. But he always tells me that he's happy. <laughs> he always tells me that, like, you know, I think if I had had my, I'm happy I didn't have my dad. And he's like, I think I would have been so different if I did have my dad in my life. Like, I think I would have been abusive. I think I would have, like, not been confident. I think I would have, it's just a whole plethora of things. So I just wanted to tell you that there's nothing that, that you will go go through in this life that you can't overcome mm -hmm. and um he can always your baby can always get what he needs it doesn't have to come in the form of like a 
biological father. I had realized that with myself. Like one day I, God just told me like you, I was so caught up on like, I didn't, I just didn't have my dad there for me to like instill confidence or, you know, my dad wasn't in the house. And one day God had revealed that like, I got everything I needed in a different form. I just Mm. didn't realize it. Mm. It wasn't the form of my dad, Mm -hmm. but it was through people who have parented me like along the way. That's right. I'm like, I don't know why I want to cry, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like. Yeah. We can have a, so, cry, a crying party, guys. I, I'm sure I can come up with some tears. I'm sure I can remember some painful memory. I'm sure they're there. <laughs> so, yeah, I just say that to say, like, um, God's love is always with you and your baby, and it's so unconditional. So don't put don't put limits on it. Don't That's put conditions. So yes. Thank you. That's so true. Chelsea, do you want to add anything? Not really. I'm currently struggling with resentment myself. So. <laughs> but I guess um, I'm a child of two parents that forced it to work instead of just letting it mm. die how mm-hmm. it should have. And I think oftentimes it's better for the child to not have that person in their lives that doesn't want to be there, you know? Yeah. Um, because having grown up, grown up with two parents that were emotionally unavailable, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's worse, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they were there, but they weren't there. So there's like this dynamic that's very confusing. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll work out in the end. Yes, yes. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for Good sharing. Point, yes, so true. So true. I mean, I had a dad, but I didn't have a dad either. And you know what happened? I was craving for a dad. I was craving for a man to like me. You know, when you have this craving... Anything looks nice, <laughs> you know. If you if you if you ever done a water fast, if you if you if you've ever done a water fast, which I've have, I have. Towards some way, maybe like second third day, a piece of lettuce looks attractive. Like you, you a piece of because you haven't eaten for so long and you so um, food deprived, and and you can relate, right? A piece of lettuce, like tomato. I was like, oh my god, so juicy with this watermelon. Like oh, it's like sushi. You crave for food. So when you crave for love, any counterfeit looks like real love. And, and like, like Chelsea said, it doesn't serve any real purpose if somebody is there but they're not able to love you because they haven't loved themselves. So I had a dad, but honestly, God, I mean, he passed a couple years ago. Um, I didn't go up with him. It's also in my book. I have to put the link for my book, guys. All of my juicy stories and my funniness, cocking, all of things in that book. But I remember my dad uh, left Haiti since I was three. The thing was, he was going to make a better living for us. And then when we come to America, um, you know, the family will be reunited, like happy family. I couldn't wait. Imagine up until the age of 16, my dream is to be reunited with my dad. Every, that was, that was, that's what wakes me up in the morning. We've gone through challenges. My mom raising eight kids by herself. We've gone through many, many challenges. And even when I was sexually molested, I was like, it's okay. One day I'm going to meet my dad. Everything's going to be okay. Um, 
but it was a sh it was it was it was another shock in my life. My dad didn't know how to be a dad. He didn't know how to socialize. He didn't know how to give affection. Uh, he was an alcoholic. My mom le left out a lot of the stories. I was like, oh my goodness. I when I came to America, I was very depressed. My mom was like, you're going back to Haiti. I was like, yeah, <clears throat> I'll go. I can't even speak English. Um, so um, it was very disappointing. It was very disappointing. And um. And I, 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 I could have done without my, I'm sorry, I love my dad, but I could have done without my dad. Like he, he didn't father me, didn't know how. But I, but I watched my dad being a good granddad to my, to my children and all of my siblings. Like it's, it's kind of like the universe gave him a second chance. He was, he's such a good grandfather. So that was his path, his journey. But I'm sharing this to say my darling friend, when I connected to God as my father, honestly, I didn't even care. But I, but, but I can understand um, how you feel. And I can validate those feelings. Okay? But I want to share this with you. As Kalia was sharing in Chelsea, this came to me. It says, the will of God will never take you where the grace of God cannot keep you. The will of God will never take you where the grace of God cannot keep you. So grace is renewed every single day. And the way they explain grace as an unmerited love, like it's, it's not something that you have to do to allow grace in your life. So it doesn't matter what you do and did not or, or failed to do or what you perceive as being the wrong thing to do. Grace doesn't care. It's completely irrelevant to grace what you think about yourself. Grace is just what it is. It's unlimited support when you need it. Grace is supporting your pregnancy. You might think it's something that you're doing on your own and just because you wake up and you're doing what Diane does and brush your teeth, get herself ready for work. Let me tell you, the hands of God, the Bible says it knits together. It's the hand of God that is growing the limbs, forming the major organs in order, guys the brain in order. Even if something were to happen and you didn't go to full term, the grace of God would already walk through your womb and give this child the basic um, function, body, bodily function that this child needs. It's not you, it's not Diane doing. You see that? So the grace of God is already within you, inside your womb, growing your baby. Amplify that grace. Each time you recognize that, only the hands of God can grow a baby. I don't care what kind of science this you are, what kind of studies you've done. There's no human brain can make a baby. That's God's grace. That's God's power. That's God's ability. Okay? 
So, I don't want to mess up the quote. I already forgot, guys. Listen. Um, the will of God will never take you, but the grace of God cannot keep you. So hold on to that word and everything that our lovely sisterhood has shared. Has shared. And thank you for sharing, Chelsea, a little bit about your story. And Kalia, guys, listen, we are not so special that we are not going to have a trauma. Everybody has a trauma. Listen, don't think there's something bad happening to you and... Oh, how come? Listen, something's going to happen to somebody. Everybody had a trauma growing up. Don't think somebody else had it better and, oh, this, the, 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 the grass looks greener. Listen, no, 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 no. You're not going to be different on this planet Earth that you're not, going, you're not going to have a challenge. Sometimes you evolve toward one, another one shows up. Um... So we are going to have something to evolve through. And it's a gift. I know it's like when you're in the, you're like, it's a gift. Nah, where's the gift? <laughs> My bank account is empty. Like, where's the gift? I've been praying for, uh, listen, a specific person in my, my pillow right there. I don't see a, a head on it. But we are going to have to go through something in the end. I was talking to a friend of mine. I, I'll never forget that conversation. She, she, she married her college sweetheart, right? And good friends, beautiful weddings, you know, soulmates. Oh, if you look at them, you're like, ooh, Disney couple. I'm not Disney couple, like Cinderella stories, like fairy tale wedding. Best friends. They had, um, and after they had their first child, my friend went through maybe a little bit of postpartum depression. Some things comes up after the baby, and um, she wasn't as available as before. And um, and I, the, the husband cheated for like six months, and it was devastating. My friend, I tell you, she went through with guys emotional the emotional pain that came. It wasn't like a one-time thing. That's not what he paid for, but it was like an ongoing affair. Guys, she was crying, and she was in my arms, and she was crying. She was going through it, guys. She had gone to therapies, and finally she came to my husband and I as spiritual coaches. And, um, and I remember I was telling her, listen, dag, I think, <laughs> I think I said to her, because, you know, I'm weird with her. We feel, I, say, I said, I, I think I'll take sexual molestation and rape over my husband cheating on me. Like, I, I don't know if I could have handled her pain, but God will never take, give you more than you can handle. And then she's like, Danielle, I don't know if I could take sexual molestation. I don't know if I could. And, and we were laughing at each other. We were like comparing our trauma. And then we both had a wonderful awakening that, that day. We realized, I'm good. I'm good with my pain. Girl, you're good with your pain. You stay with your pain. I stay with my pain. Let's evolve, right? So I'm saying this to say, I couldn't take it, guys. I know I'll have gone nuts. I'll have lost my mind. I've just unfaithfulness and Danielle would not mix. Like it would, I wouldn't. Oh man, man! If if it ended up being part of my curriculum, I'm sure, but not in this lifetime. Somebody will. I I would be in jail. I would be. <laughs> I would. Uh, I'd burn everything. Um, and then we both realized. You know what? I take my pen. You take your pain. We are happy. We realized we couldn't 
trade each other's pain. I'm saying this to say that God has given you your pain because that's what you can handle. And, 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 and you know what? You will, you, you will go through it. You will live up to it. Trust me, you will make it. I don't care what it looks like, the shape, the form, and how bad things may look, and how, the, the, you know, the, the emotions that come on and choke you. Girl, put oxygen on, breathe through it. You'll get up. Trust me, you'll be okay. Because before you came on this planet Earth, and we don't know this, but that's something we teach in our advanced classes. Um, you don't know this, but a part of you chose your curriculum. You chose your parents. You chose every single experience, good, bad, or indifferent, friends, because there has to be a balance. You've, you've chosen them. You've picked your parents. You've picked your circumstances. You've picked your siblings. You know, they've agreed. There was an agreement made, soul agreements, soul contracts. You understand? This person say, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm going to play the villain. I'm going to play the villain. You're going to be the hero, and we're going to switch up role. Guys, it's, it's something that was pre-planned. The Bible said that everything about life has been predestined. Before the foundation of the world, the lamb was slain. Jesus already knew what his curriculum was. That he was going to go through the most horrific death. He knew he was going to go through it. But he knew he was going to resume. He knew he was going to be okay. How will the master of our masters will go through something to, to, to have the name above all names? And we think we're just gonna cruise through life and not have anything. Why should we be different, right? So yes, like Chelsea said, we will have we, we will we will learn about resentment. You know why we learn about resentment? So we can go into love. You, you see, um, abandonment, not having a, a, a father who was there or a mother who was there who knew how to be a mother. You know why? So you can learn about unconditional love. How else do you want to... I remember I, Mother Teresa, my idol. I love her. Mother Teresa, Princess Diana. These two people... I don't know. They're two different people, but I love them. They've always been like my... What they call those things? Like icon, idol? I don't know. I remember I was telling God, God, <laughs> I want to be... Like Mother Teresa, I, I, I just want to, I, I want to love unconditionally. I want to be able to, you know, hug the lepers. And, and I was, I, I remember praying in my prayer closet in Boston. I want to be, I want to be saintly. I want to be holy. Guess what? You know how God taught me how to do that? Hmm. We had family and friends from Africa who came to live with us. If you want to grow, live with other people. Things going to come out. And I had to learn to love each one of them, different backgrounds, different cultures, and different personalities. B people are being triggered. At one point, we had three different families in our household. So, so, so you know, the opportunity for growth was there, girl. Uh, and I realized, ooh, that's how God's going to teach me. You couldn't just like, yeah, throw in angels, yeah, warm up my heart, and I'm unconditionally loving. Did I have to go through... A bunch of assholics, no sir. Um, but that's how you learn. If you want to learn, you're gonna have to grow through challenges. And um, once we realize that's what that's why they are here, we accept the curriculum and the lessons. 
you, you cruise through them faster. You don't have to stay in first grade for 20 years. You know, you can grow and evolve. So, <laughs> Chelsea, I don't know what spirit you brought. Ask Aaliyah or Diane. Usually, we go to the three steps challenge, but something happened this morning. <laughs> Diana, too. Diane, too. Ask that. Kalia is always here. We, 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 we somehow managed to go to the three steps, but today, God is doing something different, and I just allowed it to happen. But what I can okay. do... Go ahead, Kalia. Um, I just wanted to say, like, as you're talking, I'm realizing that all of us have not um, had a father in one way. That's so true. <laughs> or another. And we have still been parented just in the absence of that biological father. And I'm, and I'm just thinking, like, even in the midst of that, like, you still turn out to be okay. <laughs> And with what you're saying, Danielle, um, it's like it's like we have come here on a mission. We all have a calling. Mm -hmm. But to do that mission, like, you have to be trained, right? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're trained to have forgiveness, you're going to have things come into your path to where it brings it out of you, to where you're going to have – it's going to require you to forgive. You're going to be trained in resentment like we're here. There's going to be things that happen that – that cause resentment in you and that require for you to uh to let go of that resentment mm -hmm. and um it's just true like what you're saying like we we have come here and we all have a mission and we all have assignments or a training mm -hmm. and part of that training is painful experiences but they're they're not there to tear us down they're not there to make us um to to destroy us. To kill us. They're really there to build us. And we may not see it now, but it's true. Like what you said, everything happens because we're able to handle it. Mm -hmm. So our, our training is for those painful experiences to come and to be transmuted into a soul level transformation. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Yeah. That is so true. So I want to share a couple of things, friends. Unless you want to add something, Chelsea or um, Diane, you good? Um, Chelsea on the group, on the on the Women's Forgiveness Challenge group on WhatsApp. Um, once I allow you into the group, I can um, you'll see from the group description where you can access past challenges. Okay. okay. Uh, um, actually, I, I think I need to put the library there. I put it there. It's my podcast, and then it has it has all the previous challenges, and every challenge is unique on on their own. You can just in the one morning listen to a track, in the evening as you drive you can listen. But the meditative part, make sure you still you do it at night. Or um, well, my voice tends to put people to sleep, so <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, uh, you can do the the meditative part. Um, I was going to say, we, we have the Soul Journey Spiritual Masterclass. I always tell people about it. Diane went through it. Uh, Kalia went through it. Do you guys want to share a little bit with Chelsea, what your experience was like with the Soul Journey Masterclass? It's a seven-week program. Yeah, 
there? Um, oh, go. Okay. Yeah, so oh, my experience was, um, oh my goodness, soul journey. I'm just thinking back to it. But it was so powerful because it was actually, it was the first time that I was actually able to um, be honest with the things that I tell myself. Like I was actually able to look at my thoughts <clears throat> and um, not only was I able to take a look at them, but I was able to like see them for the first time objectively and um, not identify it with myself. So it, it just gave me such a powerful level of awareness. So I would say like, it really helped me to just confront my shadow um, to see it. And through that, like I was able to, I was able to transform the thoughts into um, the opposite, or I was able to see, yeah, into the opposite and um, take a look at what my true identity is. So it really helped me to alleviate a lot of um, like the judgment that I have for myself. It was really powerful. And I know Diane just left. Kalia, I'm going to, I'm using my husband's computer and it's like, how does he use this thing? It's a lot going on. So uh, I'm sharing the Soul Journey Masterclass with you. Can you put it on the chat um, for Chelsea? I'm going to send it to you now. Uh, Diane, what was your experience, love, with Soul Journey? Which we, there's so much to say. I'm going to speak for half an hour. So I want to share. <laughs> Diane, how was your experience with the Soul Journey, love? I'm so just, I have a dog here that is barking. You have a dog? Outside, so I'm so sorry. It's also okay, love. Is that your dog or you babysitting? Your oh, dog sitting? Uh, my neighbor dog, she's out of town. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> you're so sweet. Um, yes, yeah, so I did the short journey, I think it was like two years ago. Uh, I really enjoyed it because I, during that time, I was like in the darkest place of my life and I didn't have any other outlet and it came like at the perfect time for me because I was definitely drowning. But it allowed me to, you know, identify my ego because I, I didn't even know what that was, you know. Um, and I was uh, I was able to kind of walk myself through there. And that journey kind of allowed me to let some stuff go and, um, kind of accept how things are and just trying to be myself mm -hmm. and it also allowed me to be a healthy version of myself also I was able to do a lot of cleanses on like water fast and all those stuff and I started enjoying my I mean I always enjoyed my own company but I started taking care of me and doing things that I love to do, I'll go and eat by myself and I will enjoy it. <laughs> so it brought me a lot of freedom that, I mean, I want a friend, but I, so I do enjoy my own company <laughs> and I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> I'm laughing because I had struggle, guys, because I think I had shared that with Kalia one time. I love people, but I absolutely love being by myself. I love, I have no problem being by myself. Like, mm, 
I'm okay. Um, and I struggle. I'm like, why can't I be more like people go, like be, love people. People like to have people over and entertaining people. But I realized like, oh, that's not me. I'm actually better by myself. It took me a longer, a long time. I'm not antisocial. You guys know me. I'm not antisocial. I don't hate people. But I thrive alone. I do. So when my kids want to mommy, I'm like, you're going to like me better if, after I have this time by myself. So <laughs> go, go get cereal. Um, but I'm so happy you say that, that you've come to the conclusion that it's okay. That's how you thrive. And I know you, Diane, you have good balance. And we're coming over. So we're coming over. We're going to be with Diane in August. So <laughs> make room, girl. We don't have to chat all the time. Uh, I give you your space. Just have food. Have food. <laughs> <laughs> I love food guys. <laughs> I went to Kalia's house for the first time. I'm like Kalia, where's the food? I took everything. I took everything. You know, it's the Haitian poverty mentality, like there's no food. I'm still dealing with that program. Like you gotta you know <laughs> I swear. Guys, if I wasn't on the spiritual path, I'd be this big. Thank God I balance with fasting and water fast, intermittent fast. I love food, guys. <laughs> I love food. Um, yeah, I think that's one thing too for me. When I, now that I'm pregnant, you know how I did the like the lifestyle change and all those stuff and I love to do yoga and I just I don't like to do regular yoga I like to do hot yoga so I miss my body tremendously mm. and I, I miss the regimen that I have put in place to yes. be where I want so yes yeah I I'm trying yeah it's definitely like a body image accepting moment yes. where I'm trying to accept it but yes <laughs> But I'm trying to be grateful, like, okay, you're pregnant. But I definitely miss my healthy regimen. For sure. It makes me happy. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, um, you can still do yoga for... I follow this wonderful yoga teacher. Oh, she's so good. And she was pregnant. And so she has a whole program where she did yoga while she was pregnant. Um, I can send you the link. She's awesome. Awesome yoga teacher. So you can still do some moves. You know, yeah, you know me. I like the like the intense one. I know, <laughs> I know, honey. So you're gonna have to compromise. But the good news is, you you've prepared your body. You will bounce back. Cause you're not thirty. How old are you? Thirty-six. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um. <laughs> All things are possible. Girl, you're going to you're going to get your pre pre pregnancy body. Just give yourself time. It took you nine months. When people say it, it's true. Nine months to get to 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 your body to stretch the way it does. It's gonna give you. you you're gonna give a, a nine months to get back. It's okay. But here's the blessing. You've ushered. Guys, think about it. If women didn't usher beings into this world, who's going to be the next president, the next scientist, the next somebody, somebody, a good citizen? You, you imagine that. You are, you are, you are co-creating with God. You understand? There's, a, there's such a higher calling of being a mother. Okay? 
I may have to do a whole podcast on that one. So, so Diane, don't worry. You'll get back to your body, girl. I'm actually thinner now than I before pregnancy. And you know I do crazy stuff, right? I starve myself. I'll teach you all my crazy stuff. Don't worry. I got you. I starve. I ate lettuce. I did a cabbage soup. I did crazy, crazy stuff. Um, so don't worry. I'll be there and I'll help you. <laughs> you'll get back to your body. <laughs> so... Chelsea, we, uh, Kalia put um, the, the soul journey. I tell people, my husband and I, we have events like this. He has a school of mysteries. I have this. We also have Chelsea. I don't know if you'll be interested in joining our um, um, close circle of, um, we call it Bible devotion, but now we're opening up to more people. So it's Transformative Sundays. It's been very, very powerful. Uh, Diane and Kalia, they're also part of that community. Would you be interested? It's every Sundays. What time now we switch your time? I think 8.30? 8.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. 8.30 Pacific time. Pacific time. 11.30 Eastern time. Oh, yeah. So that's another source of support. I think it's very important to stay connected to a supportive community that is sort of like, you know, positive, good vibe. Um, so I share that with you. And okay. then, um, but the soul journey, when you open it up, it's gonna look like this. Wait, okay, can you see Chelsea? Somewhat, yes. That's me and my husband. You see that beautiful lady there? Yes. Okay, so. If you just read through it and you're, you will shift immediately just by watching the testimonials. And there's a couple of steps where, where that explain what we call blue soul and green soul, what Diane, that Diane was talking about, the ego, and being able to create a healthy separation between who you became in life and who you truly are. That healthy separation and going back to that separation every now and then right um there's some videos that are free to watch watch them get to the point where it asks you to book a perspective call a clarity call i tell you this call will kind of like help you understand Alan and i will talk about soul contract we'll talk about your um soul um co curriculum we allow the spirit to reveal certain things if the person's soul is open but watch those videos first so that way you can be prepared for the call and book the call and then uh we will talk to you if you so choose okay. my friends we went we did a whole other thing and <laughs> and i'm hungry so i'm not gonna go <laughs> i'm not gonna go over go ahead okay. sweetie kalia sorry let me take go ahead kalia you're gonna say oh. something I was just going to say, um, and if you guys come next week, we'll do our meditation week. We'll, <laughs> we'll do. Okay. Oh, that's okay, love. Yeah, I work every other weekend. Okay, but I'll, I'll put the replay. I'm going to post um, the entire albums of the podcast so you can go back to previous ones. Um, and, and as well, Chelsea, um, Diane and uh, Kalia, I already know, but I do offer one-on-one -on -one, um, uh, healing sessions. If you go to danieldagba.com, that's also, you can just click um, the session with Danielle. But, uh, but once you come to the group, all of those resources will be there, except for the soul journey. I don't bombard people there with the soul journey. I share the soul journey as I feel led with certain individuals. Okay. 
All right, my friends. Uh, did you see the link on the chat? Both yes. links? Okay. Yes. Awesome. And I was curious, are these, I, I noticed there were links on the invitation for today's meeting. Are those the same links or are they separate? Because I, I wanted to access them on my phone, but I'm on my computer right now. So okay. I was just curious. Okay, so um, the first link, you would have not received that unless one of us shared it with you. Okay. So that's the WhatsApp. That's the that's the that's the one that links you to um, the Women Forgiveness Challenge group on WhatsApp. It's a close circles of women. Okay, I'll just copy them and then I'll access. I'll just. I was thinking. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say same thing as you. Like, I was thinking I could send it to your email because you need it from your. You need it from your phone. From my phone, yeah. Well, Jesse, what's your phone number? Is it okay if I have it? Sure, sure. It's okay. um, 575-420-2530. 575-420-2530. 575-420-2530. Oh, thank God. I repeated it. 2530-575-420-2530. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chelsea. Perfect. So my darling friends, listen, wherever you are, whatever you end up doing today, just have fun. Problems are going to come. Just have fun. <laughs> Don't wait for them to have fun. Just have fun. Have a glorious rest of your day. Thank you for spending your time with me. Thank you, Kalia, Diane. Nice to meet you, Chelsea. I hope you come back. I hope you stay. I really like you, Chelsea. I really like you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, friends. Bye. <laughs> bye nice bye. Meeting you, Chelsea, and nice seeing you, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you as well. See you guys. Bye bye. Bye. bye.